Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness bestie, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that is entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. So, If you are new, an extra special welcome to you, whether you found me through scrolling through social media or just finding me somehow on Spotify or Apple, I'm so happy that you are here. You are here for a reason. You are in the right place at the right time. Make sure to follow this podcast and all of my socials, especially if you're new, just to get plugged in and to get more updates with me because I am very active on all my social medias. I only post on the podcast once a week and Personally, I like the podcast more sometimes than Instagram or TikTok because I feel like you really get to know someone through a podcast. But, you know, all of my socials are linked in the link tree in the show notes. So definitely go and check out that. If you're returning, hugs and kisses as always. I'm just happy to see me building a community and see people joining the community of just wellness boss babes. We're all just trying to become better versions of ourselves, be happy and healthy, and just grow. So right now, I'm going to just set the mood for you because the mood is a mood, okay? So it is currently like almost 7 p.m. on a Saturday evening. I came home from work and my day at work was, this is also my low. My day at work was not great just because we have like a new boss, new manager, and she's kind of one of those helicopter people that like always watch over you all the time. And it was just not the most fun experience. Um, and I felt really tense coming home. And I just am not in the best headspace just because that's what happened. Um, so I decided to go in for a walk. It really calmed me down and gave me just some time, some clarity. Because personally, I don't like when people constantly watch every little thing I do, especially if it's a job that I've been doing for quite some time. So that was just kind of my low and, you know, where I'm coming from. So yeah, it's just 7 p.m. Came home from work, took a walk to just unwind. And now I am sitting recording this podcast. So I'm also sitting in the car just because, you know, when you live in a house with you know, siblings that are very loud and noisy. I just needed somewhere quiet to record the podcast. So I'm in the car and it's quite cold up here in Minnesota. So I am freezing, but this podcast is going to be worth it. A high of this week is honestly the fact that we had two days off of school for me because we had a huge snowstorm up in Minnesota and generally the entire Midwest area dealt with this. We had feet of snow just so much snow. And because of that, my classes were canceled. I did have online work to do. So it wasn't like I just bummed around all day, even though I wish I could do that. I can't. I had a lot of midterms to study for, but it was nice to not go anywhere for a couple of days. It was unfortunate that those times did remind me of COVID. However, because everyone in my family was home and, you know, it's just those COVID vibes when everyone was working or studying or you know, doing whatever they need to do at home. So a low of this week is probably today where, you know, managers, bosses, I am not going to do a lot of commentary on that. But, you know, when you have like a helicopter, anyone, whether it's a helicopter parent, a helicopter boss, a helicopter teacher, it's just not fun to be a part of. So 
Anyway, let's get into the topic of this episode. I've been seeing a lot of other podcasters and TikTokers talk about high maintenance things that they do to stay low maintenance, and I absolutely love this trend. I am such a planner, such a type A personality, and I love to plan and prepare for the future. Because of this, I have stumbled upon many health, nutrition, fashion, and beauty things that just make my life so much easier and save me time. I don't view as high maintenance as being something that like really snotty or upkept um, men or women do. I believe that it's something that you can do to just make your life easier down the line. Almost like investments, at first it requires effort and time, but then it gives you a return on your investment. Whether that is it saves you time throughout the week, it helps you reach your nutrition goals, it just helps your mind stay clear, whatever it is, these are the high maintenance things that I do to stay low maintenance. Alrighty, so first some health and fitness things. So probably the very first high maintenance thing that I do is I plan all of my workouts out in advance. Now, before you think that this takes me a lot of time, I think it doesn't. I generally stick to the same split as in I always do legs one day, I do upper body another day, I do core, I do cardio. So like all my days are already pre-scheduled and this schedule I've like pretty much followed for already over a year. Um, obviously the types of workouts that I do, maybe if I do a workout video instead of just like doing a self-led workout, that changes um, depending on the week, which is what I plan for. So I really think planning your workouts in advance helps you become more consistent. I noticed that it's almost like scheduling an appointment or a meeting. So you have this time and then it's set aside for you specifically to work out. And a lot of times people are saying that they're too busy or they don't have that time, but it really is what you prioritize. And I'm a busy college student. I have a part-time job. I'm extremely busy. I also have this podcast, but on top of it all, I'm still able to find time to work out. So it's really about your priorities and it's about what you want out of your day because everyone I believe has the same 24 hours. It really depends on how you use those 24 hours. So Schedule in not only the type of workout that you do, maybe you're hitting glutes and it's a self-led workout. So kind of write down whether it's in your notes app on your phone or I write it on like a physical piece of paper, the exercises that I want to do, how many repetitions, how much weight am I planning on doing that? Obviously, during the workout, if I feel like I can do more or it's a little too much for me, I obviously change and modify the workout as I go, but I stay pretty consistent with the type of workout that I do. And I also really think it's important to not only know what you're doing, but also have a set time. This is very similar to having like an appointment because you know that from, I don't know, six to seven, you are at the gym and that is your time to work out and you are not going to skip it. You are not going to shorten it. That is your time. And when you really start to prioritize working out, I feel like it's not only for the physical, you know, aesthetic purposes, because personally, I really work out probably 60-70% of the time for mental health reasons. The other is aesthetic, is to be strong, but you know, I think most of it is to really release that pent-up energy that I have, and I'm a very naturally angry person. I don't know if anyone can relate to me, but I have a lot of energy. I can really get angry very quickly, and so for me, Working out is almost like a meditation. It is releasing my anger early in the morning so I don't take it out on anyone else during the day because I notice that if I don't work out, I am just angrier throughout the day. So for me, it is 
a lot of things, but it really does help my mental health. And that is why I really plan my workouts in advance. I know what I'm doing. It gives me confidence. It gives me consistency and more. I also tend to sometimes switch up the day. So for example, if I plan to do upper body on Wednesday, but I woke up that day and I was just sore or I didn't feel like doing it, I'll switch it up. Maybe I'll do core. Maybe I'll do my Pilates or my yoga during that time. It really depends on what I want to do. I generally, right now, I'm not really switching out my workouts because I don't have the mental capacity to think. I like wake up and I go and work out whatever is in my plan. I tend to switch up my workouts more in the summer because I'm not as busy and I have more flexibility within the type of workout, how long it's going to take and more. With planning my workouts in advance, it pretty much just comes down to, I know like the rough outline of, okay, I do glutes Monday, I do this Tuesday, I do another thing Wednesday, and You know, every single Sunday, I tend to sit down and just take five minutes to plan out what I'm going to do. Is it going to be a self-led workout? What time am I going to work out? And for me, I work out at the same exact time every single day, but I know people's schedules are different. So make sure to set a time, set the type of workout, and it only takes you really five to 10 minutes, but it definitely helps you. Whether you're working out alone at home like I am or you go to a gym I think it gives you confidence and it gives you somewhere to go it gives you a destination because otherwise you're kind of just like confused on what to do and I know working out can be so overwhelming there are so many types of workouts you can do there's a lot of different social media trends like Pilates bar yoga weightlifting running like there are all these types of different workouts that you can do so really plan it out try all the different types of workouts out and just have fun. Um, Don't take it too seriously. But yes, plan those workouts out, set a time because that is going to only help you in the future. Number two is purchasing your own fitness equipment. Now, this is your big reminder that you do not need to go to a gym to get results. I got incredible results. I mean, I've never really stepped foot in a gym since pre-COVID. Like, I've, I started my workout journey during COVID, obviously things went a little haywire because I did end up with an eating disorder, but I'm out of that now. Um, you know, all of my building muscle, all of that came from my at-home gym. And if you think my at-home gym is super aesthetic and cool, you are going to be so disappointed in that because my online gym is my at-home gym is really my basement. And my basement a lot of times is under construction or it's like just messy. You know how basements get where you just put all this like weird junk that you don't want displaying out in the rest of the house? Like that's how our basement really is. So I'm working out with like weird containers next to me sometimes. You know, all I have is yoga mat that's way too old and practically falling apart. I do need to invest in a new one. I'm just too lazy. And two dumbbells that are called adjustable weights. So you can change it, I think, from like 15 to 25 pounds, just switching up the plates, some resistance bands, It's not that impressive. I do have a treadmill. I do have a treadmill that I use every single day. But that's about it. Like, it's not, I don't have a squat rack. We do have a pull-up bar, but it's not, like, in the basement. It's just in a different location in our house. But it's, like, it's not, I don't have a lot, okay? I literally have, like, four weights, a resistance band, a yoga mat, and a treadmill. Like, it's not that much. And I think people are always shocked that I can get results with using very little equipment, but I can. And so if you can't afford a gym membership, if you don't want to waste your time or like your waste your time or your money driving, personally work out at home. I understand that classes do have a place, 
But, you know, for me, for my finances, especially as a college kid, they just don't, they don't fit, if that makes sense. Purchasing my own fitness equipment is definitely a one to two time a year thing where I purchase something that I really need for my basement gym. So again, adjustable weights are great. A yoga mat resistance bands. You can honestly do so much with a few pieces of equipment and it could save you a lot of time and money. And it's kind of a luxury to just wake up. And sometimes if I'm not feeling like changing, I literally work out in my pajamas. It's so nice. I literally have to go down two flights of stairs and bam, I'm in my basement and I can work out. And that's why I really recommend for people to do at-home workouts. It also gives you a lot of confidence because like you're not worried someone is going to be staring at you because there are creepy men because I'm female. There are creepy men at the gym that I just don't feel comfortable constantly being stared at, especially if you're doing things like squats or, you know, lower body exercises that are a little more, I guess, applicable to men looking at you. I also, side note, did post a funny reel on my Instagram showing the benefits of at-home workouts, and there are a lot, including no creepy old men. But yes, purchasing my own fitness equipment, it's something that I don't do very often. I only do it when I really need it. And again, this is like a long-term investment, so you're putting in a lot of money. It's kind of high maintenance to like have an at-home gym, but like if you slowly add to it, eventually you can really get the dream gym that you want. Obviously, like, my ultimate dream in life is to have a separate, like, room, an at-home, like, actual at-home gym, but that's when I'm not living with my parents because I'm still quite young. I'm still in college, so, like, I'm commuting. Right now, I live with my family. That's what's most financially sound and what makes most sense for me. Number three. Now, this relates more to nutrition, but I meal prep a few times a week. I know some people think that meal prep is such a hassle, and again, they say, I don't have time. But again, I would like to argue that it's what you prioritize because I am busy, and yet I find time to meal prep once in a while. I feel like meal prepping is, again, an investment where you're putting in a lot of time on, I don't know, Sunday, but then you have those meals for the rest of the week. You don't really have to worry about it. I like to really meal prep breakfast and sometimes lunch for three-ish days at a time. It makes eating healthy super quick and easy. I think a lot of people see these fitness influencers or just influencers in general meal prepping the same meal in the same little portion container. And this is so boring to me. Like I can't, I just, I have like this ick where like I can't have food sitting in a container for too long. I just kind of find it gross. And personally, I like food that is more freshly done. So I tend to meal prep only like three days out. And one of my favorite things to do is when I make a recipe, make like double or triple or quadruple it. Not for other people because I'm stingy with my food and I don't want other other people stealing my food that I cook for myself, but I do multiple portions so that I can, you know, bring that to lunch the next day or just have that in the fridge for another dinner the next day. It's just so easy to just, you know, even double your portions to have a meal for the next day. It takes literally no extra time while you're cooking and it saves you time the next day or the next time you eat it. Breakfasts, in my opinion, are the easiest to meal prep and this is a great way to start if you haven't ever really meal prepped and you just want to kind of dip your toe in the water. Overnight oats, chia pudding, even breakfast sandwiches are easy to meal prep. Currently, I have two obsessions with breakfast meal prep and I meal prep them the night before. So the first one is a turkey avocado egg wrap. So what I do, which I did actually post this recipe on 
a reel and my tiktok so definitely go check it out there but it's pretty much whole wheat wrap avocado turkey slices egg and you know some spinach maybe some sweet pepper if i'm feeling it it is so good and it has protein a lot of protein actually like 30 grams healthy fat carb it is such a balanced breakfast and it just tastes so 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 good or if you are definitely a sweet breakfast person, I also posted, I think a couple weeks ago, a chocolate overnight oats chia pudding recipe. It is so delicious and it tastes like dessert, but for breakfast and it literally is filled with nutrients. Like I really like to look at food as nutrition in a sense of what does this meal give for my body? That overnight oat chia pudding, for example, the cacao that I have in that pudding boosts your brain power. And so eating it in the morning will help me through school or through work. On top of that, you know, the oats provide healthy whole grains, healthy carbohydrates that are broken down in your body slowly. Chia provides so many omega-3s that are so beneficial for your brain. It is just perfect. And I always top it with like blueberries, which have all these flavonoids and all these delicious nutrients and micronutrients that are good for your brain and your entire body. Or the egg turkey avocado wrap, like avocado, again, healthy for your brain. You have egg, which also has lots of healthy fat and protein. You have spinach and greens, which also helps your entire body, your cells, your everything is just working. So I really love to look at food as something that fuels my body and something that is so necessary for me to live a happy and healthy life. And coming from someone that did struggle with an eating disorder for two years, that is a complete mindset shift. It is huge and I'm so proud of myself for looking at food this way. Currently, I'm heavily leaning on the wraps as it has more protein and right now I'm doing a lot of heavy lifting, a lot of killer gym sessions, and I simply need more protein. The fourth thing is along with meal prepping, I plan my meals for the next day. So I understand that life can get extremely busy and me as a workaholic, I tend to forget to eat and then go ravishing and then I don't make good decisions and then I tend to overeat. So again, this channel is all about balance though. So of course, sometimes you do overeat a little bit. Sometimes, you know, I feel like it's really hard to find balance when you haven't really eaten well the entire day and it's like 3 p.m. and you're starving and you're hungry and you're not in tune with your body. So you're going to go to like the first fast food joint that you can find. You might be eating things that just aren't great for your body because you didn't really listen to your body when it was hungry the first time or the second time around. So by this time, your body's like, well, I'm going to get as much food as I possibly can in me. So I generally plan my meals for the next day. So of course, if my mom cooks something delicious or, I don't know, something happens and I need to eat something else, that's okay. I'm not really rigid with it, but I have a rough plan that ensures I'm eating enough throughout the day. Again, I'm very flexible with the time and the exact meal, but having a rough estimate of what I will eat helps me plan for the next day, buy the right groceries, avoid food waste, what I'm going to pack to school, and more. It just helps me stay organized and on top of eating enough throughout the day because, again, that is something I really prioritize. And I also really make sure that I have a plan that includes a lot of protein and fat because I don't think people realize that they don't really eat enough protein and fat. Carbs, I'm a carb girly. I will eat all the breads and pastas and rice, which is great, but then I'm obviously like replacing 
protein and fat with more carbs, which isn't great for my body. And it's not great for the fact that I work out and I do need all of the different nutrients. So that is what I'm really trying to focus on right now. I talked about this in episode 12, but again, it is nearly impossible to make good decisions if you are extremely hungry. If you don't eat enough throughout the day, it is nearly impossible to make good decisions regarding your nutrition. And that's why a lot of people tend to overeat later in the day or at night. They, um, I get a lot of DMs actually saying like, I'm binge eating at night. Like I'm overeating and I can't stop eating sweets and eating this. And it's something that I really struggled with. And I mean, really, I struggled with it for over a year. It got pretty bad during the darkest time of my eating disorder. I was in a pretty bad binge restrict cycle where I would literally not eat all day. And then I would overeat at night and the cycle would continue. It's a horrible thing to be in. And one of the things that I had to work on is ensuring that my body gets food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, sometimes snacks in between. Like I cannot skip meals because I know if I skip meals, if I ignore my hunger cues, when they come, my body will come back and it will come back hungrier than it came. I like to view hunger as, I don't know, going to the bathroom, right? This is a weird metaphor, but it really works. So, you know, first time around, you like have to go to the bathroom, you got to pee, right? But you're busy. I don't know, you're doing some kind of project or sometimes like I'm doing homework and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go to the bathroom right now. I'm really zoned in. So, you know, over time, the like want to go to the bathroom lessens. And then 20 minutes later, it comes back. But again, you're still busy. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. But then after an hour, you're like running to the bathroom because you ignored your bathroom signals for so long. And I like to view hunger as this where like you ignore it. And then it will come back and you will be running for food. So eat enough. And that is something that I really prioritize. And it might be high maintenance to like plan your meals. Again, I'm not meticulous about it, but I at least know roughly, okay, I'll probably have like fish, maybe lunch, maybe dinner. I can switch things around as long as I have a protein, fat, and carb in every single meal. I'm good. Number five is cleaning my water bottle and putting lemon or mint in there every single night. So it might be an extra step or two, but keeping my water bottle clean is pretty important. Um, if you're anything like me, you like never clean your water bottle where I had a hydro flask and I'm not lying to you. I did not clean that thing for one entire year. Think of the mold that grew in that hydro flask. It's disgusting. I'm sorry. It really is gross. If you are looking at your water bottle right now and you're saying, wait a minute, I haven't cleaned this in like a couple months. Just, just, just wash it, please. For my sake. I literally forced myself to purchase a clear water bottle off of Amazon because once I see it starting to turn green, that means it's time to wash it. So clean your water bottle. I don't do it every day. Probably do it, you know, once a week. Just do it. And then I like to put lemon or mint in there every single night. So by the morning, it's like infused with the taste of lemon or infused with a taste of mint. And there's something like aesthetic about it where like I drink more if I see like cute little lemon you know, lemon slices in the water, cute little mint slices in the water. It tastes better. It makes me drink more water. It makes me stay hydrated. It's it's a little extra high maintenance thing. I personally think that it makes my water taste good and I love just having it. Number six is pre-bagging my supplements and vitamins to take right after breakfast every single night. So I think a lot of people struggle with taking their supplements, taking their vitamins. And my biggest tip for you is have a set time, just like working out, to take your supplements. Generally, always take them with food, like after food, because if you take supplements on an empty stomach, you will feel a little nauseous and sick. So 
and no coffee does not does not match if like a full stomach with food okay coffee is not equal to food just remember that i just don't want you to get sick when you take your supplements I personally like to take my vitamins and my supplements in the morning because at night I don't want to worry about anything but my delicious magnesium gummies that I take. So in the morning, I have to like choke down all the pills. I think I take a lot of vitamin D because I live in Minnesota and, you know, it's winter. There's not a lot of sun out there. And even when I do go outside, like the sun, I read a study where like the sun is at a certain angle where like you're not getting as much vitamin D as if you were in the summer just because of the sun's distance and the UV rays. But anyway, take a vitamin D, always take a probiotic, and generally take like a multivitamin supplement just to make sure that I'm filling in any nutritional gaps. What I do is I take all of these supplements, I put them in a little reusable bag, a little reusable Ziploc, and put it in my lunchbox. So then when I'm at college and after I have my breakfast, I just take those pills right then and there and I don't have to worry about it. And it's really helped me to stay consistent with taking my vitamins. Hi, wellness bestie. I just wanted to let you know that the Healed Eating Disorder Recovery Journal has just been launched by me. I created the journal that I wished I had during my eating disorder recovery. It is 75 days of empty meal plans to make sure you're fueling your body water trackers, emotional check-ins, and intuitive eating training. There's also different daily recovery challenges and journal prompts, as well as weekly chat sessions where I answer commonly asked questions about eating disorder recovery. You can purchase the journals by clicking the link below. It is affordable, digital, and I even have the code wellnesswithlanapod, all caps and no spaces, to get 20% off your purchase. Definitely go check out the link in the show notes, and let's get back into the episode. Okay, now into the fashion and beauty things. First thing is taking the shower. Now, if you're a female, which like 99% of you are, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, I'll fill you in. The shaving, your exfoliating, the hair, the face mask, the everything. You're pampering yourself. And I like to try and do this once a week. And even though I'm not in the mood and it's extremely high maintenance, I feel really accomplished after I do this, and I feel really taken care of and loved. It takes probably half an hour, and it makes you feel so pampered, and you also don't have to worry about shaving or exfoliating during the rest of the week. I just love how it makes me feel, and some weeks, of course, I skip. I'm not perfect, but I do try and do like a skincare mask, something to just make me feel good at least once a week. Also, you might have to shave even after doing the shower because if you have if you have jeans like mine, you have hair growing within like 24 hours. Like you shave and it's like back. I don't know how fast it grows. It's kind of insane, but you know, we all have to struggle with this together. The second high maintenance thing that I kind of do that's more related to beauty is getting my nails done every three-ish weeks. So getting my nails professionally done just makes me feel so put together. I generally do gel manicures and have them French. I keep my nails super, super short. And I also think that I can, I know some people do gel manicures every two weeks, which is ideal, but I can stretch it to three because of the French nail. It's neutral. So when your nails grow out, it's a lot harder to see that your nails are grown out. So whether you do acrylics or gel or whatever, do neutral colors. Um, I just do OPI bubble bath and then I just have a you know, French tip, white, 
and I love it. And it is the same nails that I've gotten every single, you know, month-ish for about, I would say, six months. So it just makes me feel put together. Um, I used to do my nails a lot by myself, but doing it professionally really does make a difference. And I know some people might say that it's expensive, but I personally feel like I'm willing to pay that money. And remember, I'm a college student, so it's not like I have money oozing out of me, but I pay that investment to feel good and it makes me feel good for the rest of the month. I also had this deal with myself that if I would stop my bad habit of picking at my nails and my cuticles, then I would allow myself to get nails done. And because I uphold that promise to myself, I do reward myself. So this is your reminder, like if you struggle with picking at your nails, maybe get your nails done because honestly, some of those nail techs are really ruthless when it comes to the comments about how bad your nail beds are. So you kind of have to force yourself to take care of your nails so you don't get like the glare from the nail tech. Also, this is a tip that if you're a student, ask a nail salon if they do student discounts. Mine does and it saves me like five, 10 bucks. So many do as well. Definitely ask. If they say no, at least you tried. I think you lose nothing by trying it. Third, setting out my workout and my school clothing for the next day. I think frantically trying to find an outfit in the morning is just not it. Like, in the morning, I'm busy. I'm having my morning moment. I don't care how, I don't care the fact that I wake up at 4.30. That is my time to like zen out, okay? I'm not picking any sort of workout outfit. I'm not waking up the house with a squeak of my closet. Everything is quiet. So I pick it out the night before. So workout clothing is super important. It kind of also like I look at it and like it reminds me like you have to work out where now it's habitual. But when I first started trying to get consistent with my workouts, it really helped to like see that workout outfit and be like, it's kind of cute. And if I don't work out, I won't be able to wear it. Having just leggings, sports bra, socks really helps me to just put it on and go work out. This also helps me to get motivated to work out and makes me feel put together and ready to conquer the day. Again, with school clothing, I think it's pretty, pretty nice to have school clothing already set out. I actually pick out my school clothing right when I come home from school. Um, I come home, I drop my stuff, and I pick the outfit for the next day because I just want to have a relaxing evening and I don't want to worry about what I'm wearing. Number four is keeping my hair up and out of my face with a braid or ponytails. So I'm a French braid girly. I wear them all the time to sleep, to school, to work out. It's kind of high maintenance to do them at first, but your hair is never damaged or tangled in a French braid or just a regular braid, and it looks so good. I personally really like French braids, and it's kind of a style that I've been wearing for a really long time. It helps your hair health as well because when my hair was really brittle. It really just helped to heal my hair. I also sometimes do a ponytail with silk scrunchies specifically because silk scrunchies don't tug on your scalp as much, and it's quite comfortable. Number five is purchasing and taking care of good quality jewelry. So jewelry is expensive, if you, especially if you decide to purchase the good stuff, like the real gold, the real silver. But honestly, that lasts you way longer than the fast fashion trash that they put out there for a couple bucks. I know it looks cute, but it's literally going to turn your finger green and you're going to throw it out or it's going to rust within a couple of weeks. So definitely invest in high quality jewelry. My favorite places to go is Costco or TJ Maxx. You can find really high quality like 14 karat, 24 karat gold jewelry pieces. You can find, I think in Costco you can find really good diamond pieces. Like if you want like a, a diamond ring, diamond earrings, diamond bracelets, those are all good spots. 
to go and I also really clean my jewelry because it makes it last longer look better and it just upkeeps it and I have been really trying to take care of like my earrings for example because that is just a jewelry piece that you can really forget about all right so let me just recap the many different things that are high maintenance that I do to say low maintenance so first things first planning my workouts in advance second purchasing fitness equipment for at home Third is meal prepping a few times a week. Fourth is planning my meals. Fifth is cleaning my water bottle and putting some lemon or mint in there every night. Sixth is pre-bagging my supplements and vitamins to take right after breakfast. Seven is taking the shower once a week. Eight is getting my nails done every three weeks. Nine is setting up my workout and my school clothing for the next day. Ten is keeping my hair up and out of my face with braids or ponytails. And 11 is purchasing and taking care of my jewelry. Before we end the episode, let's do a quick Q&A with Lon. This is a brand new segment that I'm adding to the podcast episodes because I just want to be an open source for you and for people to be able to ask questions. If you want me to answer anything at the end of my podcast, DM me or on Saturdays, I always have a story posted on all of my social platforms allowing you to write in a question for the podcast. So, This week's question is, why are you lifting so much after you said that you're a pink Pilates princess? Okay, okay. This is like a really good question. So I did post an episode, I think it was in November, that I kind of am not into the gym rat lifestyle. And you got to understand, during that phase of my life, I just wasn't. I did not like weightlifting. Now I do. It's really up and down and I allow my body to just figure out what it wants. I think if you're too strict with a certain regimen, I think that can get really obsessive and it's just not as fun. And, you know, Pilates, I feel like I like, but I didn't see results with Pilates. I know everyone on TikTok is saying they found results. And personally, just because I do have a lot of muscle mass already on me, I don't see a lot of results. And I honestly don't even think it helps with my flexibility. So I kind of moved away from Pilates back into weightlifting because that's what feels good for my body right now. And right now I feel pretty energized. I know in the episode I mentioned how I felt really depleted and that was just my mood during that time. That was just how I approached working out and now it's different. And again, it might change for the star. It might change for the fall. I'm always just letting my body figure out what it wants. Whether or not you do Pilates, weightlifting or whatever else, just remember, do what your body feels like doing. If one year you did a lot of running, but the next year you just want to do spin or Pilates, do it. There's nobody stopping you. Don't just like put yourself into one box and think that that's the only thing that you can do. Allow yourself to explore and have fun. And honestly, I think that's what makes working out so much fun is being able to switch up your workouts and do different things. All right. So be sure to follow this podcast and give it a rating and a review along with all of my socials by clicking the link in the bio. Also, remember the code WellnessWithLanaPod, typed in all caps and no spaces, to get 20% off the Healed Digital Eating Disorder Recovery Journals that are also linked in the bio. I hope you have a fantastic day and see you next week. Bye bye.